So, didn't catch the show on Thursday. No worries. Here's what you missed on the Jimmy and Nate show. Two, two, three, three, four. Oh, hello, podcast. It's good to have you here. Well, both of them. Um, did you just look at your watch to figure out what day it was? I've been doing it every single day. Really? First time I noticed. Really? Yeah. No, because I feel like I said the wrong day a lot last year, and I went, you know what, 2023, new year, new me. Put I want to some... know what day it is. Yeah, oh. well done. But I'm also... Gonna say, I'm going to put some effort in. <laughs> well, that too. Is this for the show, or is it just general life? General life. General life. Good to see you. Um, no, I just like I feel like I have a vague idea of what day it is, but if someone's like, what day is it? I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah. Can I say, we're uh, four podcasts in, and we haven't had a slip-up from anybody no. yet. Oh, Oh, no, next, said it though. next week's cooked, isn't it? <laughs> Saturday or Sunday. Oh, God, who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? I don't know, mate. You're telling the story. That's what I like about the podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> you can take, well, stretch the legs. Stretch your legs, mate. <laughs> if it was radio, I just would have been like, Gabby. <laughs> You'd be like, don't worry about it. Move on. Yeah. Just, I just get us on, get us on, get us on. Dirty Dead 60. Um, are you a supermarket stacker? Um, that we're doing that in the pot. Well, this is before the show, so I don't mm-hmm. know how that goes, but I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, no, Grace, I think you're right getting the day wrong. It's because we plan so far ahead. Like today, yep. we were looking at a calendar for the year. And we've got some great. Th- I can't, can't say too I'm much. I'm so yet. excited. I mean, we've planned for a massive year. Nothing is locked in, <laughs> but we have planned for some amazing things this year. And we're year. very optimistic. We've done our bit. Yeah. Put it that way. If, uh, if anything falls through from here, not us. Not our fault. Do you want, not want to talk about anything? Just don't in talk, case. Don't, no, yeah. don't yeah. mention anything at all. I mean, talk about jinxing things. I've already jinxed the, the next podcast because we'll screw up the day. <laughs> yeah, no, we've got a lot of stuff planned, uh, podcasters, and hopefully a couple, couple. Look, we'll do a lot this year because if we miss out on something, we, we always come up with a different idea. Of course, yeah. But we do... Yeah, things things will fall. Things won't happen. 100%. Or maybe it's a year where everything just happens. Be a first. <laughs> well, That's... you know what that you know the saying. Something always happens for a first time. No, it's, it's a first time for everything. <laughs> Sorry, what was your? <laughs> Sorry, both both kind of work. I mean, yours is a bit more wordy, Grace, <laughs> wordy, but yeah. both kind of work. What was yours? <laughs> Something Shit. always happens for a first time. Yeah, which is true. But the saying is <laughs> it's the first time for everything. Yeah, and I fully thought that was the saying I was saying then. You know what? Like someone obviously said the proper saying. Yeah. There's the first time for everything for the first time, right? Yeah, the first time someone said and it. And it could have well been your version of it. It could have been. And then that could have been the saying. Well, there could have been a saying before the saying. So before someone went, hey, there's a first time for everything, yeah. someone was going, hey, everything happens for a first time at some time. And then yeah. someone would have gone, I reckon we can say that better. Yeah. <laughs> Do we have a meeting about I lo- that? I love the idea. Dear, it's a great idea. Yeah, it's, it's a workshop. Good, hey, it's a great thought starter. Hey, yeah. really good. It thought took a starter. while to build Rome, <laughs> but it wasn't built just in that first time. But it was a while to get built. Yeah, hey. when they built Rome, they just started with a shed and go. I reckon we can go better. <laughs> I think there's oh, another saying. I reckon we could do a Colosseum. <laughs> but you know what? You gave it a go, and that might have been the um, you know, the undocumented saying. It might have been. Yeah, it just didn't quite catch on. So. Speaking of things that are documented and undocumented, uh, we did start document on, on the show this week, and you would have heard on the podcast, the amount of times you've sworn on the show, mm, Jim. Yeah. What did we get up to, Grace? Four? Four. Two Four. purposefully. Yeah. Two accidentally. Four swears on the show. Yes. Same word every time. Yeah, right. And what's oh, that word again? The F-bomb. The F-bomb. We can swear in the podcast, but I won't tonight. Yeah. Save bones. Well, you might 
swear tonight. I might swear but on the not, show. But not live. Because I said four. So one was with Nathan engaged. Yeah. I remember doing that purposefully. One was when we gave $10,000 away and that yep. winner then that was, gave money to somebody else. That was purposefully. It's a beautiful again. moment. I yeah. did that. One no, was no, when three were purposely. The third one was when Nathan was banging on about his stand-up comedy so much. I was so pissed off. I went, ah. Oh. <laughs> Jokers, because yeah, yeah, Jokers yeah. was the name of, of the course. club that okay. you had, and I said effing Jokers. So, so three are purposefully. Wait, so that one was purposeful. So yeah, we had a sad F, mm-hmm. yeah. which was when you got engaged or so overcome with emotion. Were you sad? No, like, like sad could be emotional. Like an emotional. It, was emotional. it was packed with emotion. I had tears. Okay. Yeah. Tears in my eyes. It was happy, happy oh, F. If, you, if you're crying, you can F. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then there was the celebratory F when we had we gave away a lot of money and then yeah. someone gave that, which is decided to F. give that to someone else. Another happy F. There was a frustrated F. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then there was the ac- that was completely. If you look at my face, there is yeah. a video at Jimmy and Nath. Um, it was completely accidental. What about the fifth time you swore on the show? Did I? This week. This week. You don't, oh, you don't remember it? No. Oh, because producer Grace, would you like to explain to Jim well, what happened today? We. I was looking for some audio for a game we're playing later on the show called Who Said That. Yes. And I happened upon a break, and I went, Nath, can you listen for, to this for a second? Did Jimmy swear? <laughs> We have that break. Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, we have the, 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 the snippet the snippet in question, right? Yes. Yep. So listen very carefully mm. and let's see if we can add another tally to the swear tally of Jimmy bringing it to five. Uh, but Harry Styles came yeah. fourth on the list. Harry Styles. I see it, yeah. Oh, you see it, do no, you? No, oh, I do. You, you love Harry Styles. What? I mean, it does mm. sound... What do I do say? Do you want to just isolate, do you want to isolate yes. it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's isolate it. Here we go. Have a listen to this. Oh, uh, fuck, you love- Do I say f- Straight back. Uh, like straight I know. Oh, let's slow it right down. Oh, uh, folks. <laughs> play the uh, just folks. No, play the little grab. Uh, oh, folks. I think you say f- straight back. Let's yeah. hear the whole thing again in context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Harry Styles came yeah. fourth on the list. Harry Styles. I see it. Yeah. Oh, you see it, do no, you? No, I'm oh, like, you love Harry. If you I love could, Harry Styles. I'm saying if I could. If I could, are yeah. you? Which yeah. I've been stung for before. Oh, yeah, I am. If I could describe this picture, where you go? And then you, it cuts off at the wrong part, but I think I'm going to say if I could. No, it. you stop talking because they started. started yeah. Talking, yeah, I was okay. saying if I could. Just one more time to confirm. Yeah. Uh, but Harry Styles came yeah. fourth on the list. Harry Styles. I see it, yeah. Oh, you see it, do no, you? No, oh, I you love Harry. You love Harry Styles. It does sound like <laughs> straight back. <laughs> Look, I have admitted to what? Three purposefully, one accidental. And I do love causing trouble. You guys you know that. Mm. And I would happily own up to it, but I am pretty confident I didn't say f- straight back. <laughs> apologies, apologies to Audio Bones now. has to beep out all these ones for me explaining it. One more. Uh, but Harry Styles came yeah. fourth on the list. Harry Styles. I see it, yeah. Oh, you see it, do no, you? No, I know. Oh, you love Harry, you love Harry oh, Styles. Just, yeah, I, all right. Straight back was not a thing. I'm happy to... Say yeah, no we'll swear. No record. swear. That's fine. No yeah. swear. That's but fine. we just thought we'd bring it up just because of your track record, you know, repeat offender. Or or is this the moment you both discover that I've been hiding secret F-bombs in the show? <laughs> Every show I put one in, and this is the first time <laughs> you've found out. <laughs> it's like a where's Yeah. <laughs> and I usually do it when you're both chatting to each other. Go, <laughs> just a quick where's yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you're doing it. Huh? Happy Wednesday. Let's get them all with the Tuesday. Let's get them all with the train. <laughs> Can you find them all? It's like, where's Wally for radio? You're welcome, podcasters. Enjoy. The Jimmy and Ned Show Podcast. Uh, Jim, our friends over at good old Cole have made a, a change for the right reasons. They've made a change for the right reasons, but the people aren't happy. 
The people are never happy, are they? The people are never happy. The people are never happy. Can't do anything wrong, uh, mate. You really can't. You're always going to upset somebody. Someone's always upset. <laughs> You're so right. Uh, and we you can't see the emails that. we get. The complaints <laughs> this show. Oh, this little straight crow. in the junk folder. Uh, <laughs> the store has officially swapped their baskets, uh, their baskets for an eco-friendly option. Uh, which are described as heavy, clunky, and poorly designed by the people. Uh, so essentially what they've done is they've made these new baskets. Yeah, I've got a photo of you there. You can, you can see it. You've got a right? photo of me there. Yeah, it's you holding the basket. Uh, <laughs> I knew I was I've been, I've been following you around, yeah. mate. Uh, so there's someone holding the, the original basket, which is the classic one with the two the two straps, the normal Coles basket. Red. Yeah. yeah two strapped handles. The basket's quite square, yeah. like rectangular. And the new one is on the left. This is the eco-friendly one. So it's good because it's made from old two-liter milk bottles, and each basket saves, get this, eight milk bottles going into landfill, which is great for the environment. But as I said, the people aren't happy because it's been described as heavy, clunky, and poorly designed because it's only got one handle. Uh, and people aren't happy with that. And uh, you can't fit much in it, apparently. I'm, I'm yet, I didn't know this. I haven't heard this, haven't seen it. I'm yet, mm. I was at Coles earlier. Right. Have not seen, have you seen these baskets? I've ne- I haven't, I mean, only that picture that yeah, you're also not, looking not at. Not in IRL. No, well, the reason I bring that up is because you and I. In real life, sorry. Yeah, sorry <laughs> IRL. Uh, or the band. Uh, <laughs> isn't there a band called IRL? URL? No, that's something you plug into. <laughs> so you plug I thought into. there was a band. Producer Grace, I swear there's a band called URL. Oh, IRL. There is? Yeah, it's an American boy band composed of Brady Tutton, Chance Perez, Drew Ramos, Sergio Calderon, and Connor Smith. There's no way you knew that. That was a fluke. Oh, look out. What do they you sing? No. <laughs> what do they sing? Oh, they sing all the classics. See if we got one in the system. Okay, what's it, what did I say? What have I called them? IRL. What are they called? I-R-L. Yeah. Is it spelled I-R-L, Grace? Yes, it is. They had some international chart success with their 1983 singles. Nothing in the system. Nothing in the system. Um, Audio Bones, can you get us some I-R-L? We'll play it next. Chuck it on my um, sound effects, Bonesy. Uh, Anyway. He's he's also a massive (laughs) I-R-L. He loves I-R-L. He's he's already got the album downloaded. Uh, The reason I bring it up, because we haven't noticed it probably, is because we're not users of baskets. In fact, you and I, I think we have the best eco-friendly way to carry your groceries around. It doesn't involve those eco-friendly bags made of uh, tissue paper, whatever they're made of. Uh, it doesn't involve these milk bottle baskets. It doesn't involve trolleys. Jim, what does it involve? Stacking. Stacking, mate. It involves stacking and balancing and a good attitude because all we do, mainly because we forget our bags every time we go in, is we balance stuff. We don't car- We don't put it in a bag. We don't waste time with that. It's twofold. A, you and I don't remember to take the bags. Never do. B, we're very, um, uh, we don't know what we need. No. We go in and we don't get, because the bastards are the entry. Never made a list in my life. We're too deep in the store. Yep. And now we're like, and then you start grabbing stuff. We go, oh, yeah, I need that. Um, and you think you only need a couple need, of things. Yeah. And the next thing, you know, you've got 10, 12 items. Absolutely. And um, you're balancing them and then you get and you pay for them. And then you go, there's no way I'm going to pay for a 15 cent bag. And there's no <laughs> way I'm picking up a basket because then I'm going to put it back again. Yeah, no. What I'll do is, and I know you do the same thing because you and I have been shopping many times, is we'll find the most sturdy items. So say if we're picking up some wheat bigs, we'll use that as the base. Mm. And then on top we might put the meat, we might put like a right. uh, tomato sauce or a juice. You, I can give you an example tonight. Perfect. Great. Uh, so I bought a Asian salad, like a pre-made salad, Delicious. which was, it was quite large and round and then had a, a flat top. Mm-hmm. So I used the flat top to put some tuna cans. Perfect, mate. Uh, some some bickies mm-hmm. oh, um, and a little bit of hummus dip. Oh. You know and a saying. sparkling water. Oh, stop it. And no issues, did you? And you know what? Perfect for the environment. Great for the environment, I mean, mate. There's a lot of a single-use plastic and everything I not, just ate. Not what we're focusing on. <laughs> <laughs> 
not what we're focusing on. No, no, uh, no, no, no thanks. So what I want to ask, 131060, good people of Australia, are you like Jimmy? Are you like myself? Are you a supermarket stacker? Are you somebody who leans away from the bags? Maybe you also forget them like us. You don't use baskets. You don't use trolleys. You use the most eco-friendly way, and that's just stacking, mate. Stacking and balancing your groceries. Are you like us? If you are, 131060, jump on the phone. So, you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay, because you could hear it all here. Yeah, look, Nathan, I am really excited to uh, to get to that, to, to chat to other possible stackers out there. Sure. But before we do, I, I need to hear this, mate. There's, yeah. a, there's a band that you're a massive fan of that I've never heard of. Well, you use the term IRL, right? I haven't seen the new Coles Baskets. IRL, which, in real life. which means in real life. And I said, oh, they're a band. And you said, absolutely not. Producer Grace said, absolutely not. Well, let me tell you, IRL, they, uh, it stands for in real life as well, was an American boy band that formed upon winning the first season of ABC's boy band in August 2017. Have a listen to this. Bit of IRL. Huh? It's actually not bad. Mate, it's number one on my Spotify wrapped. IRL, I promise. Love those guys. You were a massive fan of the ABC's boy band in 2017. Love those guys. Love that show. Uh, Jack from Vermont. Hello, Jack. We got you there. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, mate. Hey, first question. You ever heard of IRL, the band? I have not. Ah, okay. Me either, Jack. Don't worry about it, mate. No, mate <laughs> go home and download their old no, album, big fella. Uh, Jack, are you like us? Are you a supermarket stacker? I am a bit of a criminal with it sometimes. I love to load the boxes up and a few of the fruit and veg on top. Oh, so I, I wouldn't don't refer to yourself as a criminal. I say superhero. I reckon you're a superhero, <laughs> mate. Uh, Jack, do you ever get any feedback uh, from other people when you're clearly balancing quite a few things in the supermarket? Uh, when I drop them, they're usually uh, the first to let me know. <laughs> That's what the bags are for, mate. Yeah, but Jack, when you go through and you and you do a successful stack and then you pay for them and then you have to restack again and you take them to the car, it's a great feeling, isn't it? It is a great feeling of accomplishment. It sure. really is. And you know what, Jack? You save 15 cents on those bags, don't you? Exactly. Every time it adds up. And you look around those people and go, bloody suckers. They got you. They got you with the bag. Good on you, Jack. Uh, Luke from the Sunny Coast. Are you like us, Luke? Are you a supermarket stacker? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, I don't have a car. I use my motorbike helmet. Oh, okay. So you stack things um, up in the helmet. Yeah. Well, I stick small stuff inside it, and then anything that won't fit in, uh, I normally just use the base of the helmet and stack up. When you say you sneak stuff inside of the helmet, like you still pay for the items. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so that helmet is sitting very high above your head. Oh, I just I've got a big forehead. So you've got milk <laughs> running down your face. Um, Hayden from Melbourne. Hayden, are you like us? Are you a supermarket stacker? Yeah, I am. But what I do is I grab the uh, cardboard boxes, the empty ones that, you know, the muesli boxes <laughs> come out of or whatever. Yeah. And I stuck all my stuff in there and get the second use out of it. Oh, you're a genius, mate. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I got it off. From, I, I'm not going to take all the credit, though. I got it off my old man, and I'm like, oh, that's way better than when you forget the bloody shopping bag. <laughs> so it, run, it runs in the family, Hayden. It runs in the family, exactly. Uh, that, again, same question to you, Hayden. you get feedback from other people in your family or friends or a partner uh, or anything? The people, the people, you know, like, instead of doing the self-serve as well, you mm. go to when they're, you know, the actual um, checkout people. Yeah. And they go, oh, geez, that's so smart. And you're like, you see that? <laughs> Like you see it at Bunnings as well. They've got all the cardboard boxes and stuff up at the front. 
and you just grab them. It's a bloody pistol. I love, my, I love that you get feedback from the attendant going, geez, you're a smart cookie. Hayden, what do you what do you do with all the boxes, though, when you get home? Oh, uh, well, my old man, he likes to chuck them in the fire tin. That's his fire starter. <laughs> So uh, Alison from Newey to wrap things up for us, Alison, are you a supermarket stacker like us? I am. I'm a very good stacker. Okay. Talk us through your technique, Alison. I stack so high, I'm actually a chin supporter. Like, I have chin support. Oh, clever. It's almost like you, you bookend the groceries. Yep. Yep. How many, how many... yep. It's like a balancing act, and my chin just goes there. Just on top and just balances it all. <laughs> Clever. What do you think is the yeah. most amount of items you've ever stacked together, Alison? Oh, at least twenty, I reckon. Twenty. I'm a good. I'm a. I'm a good stacker. That's, yeah. What that. do people say when they see you stacking twenty items and you've got your chin on top? Oh, the girls from Coles. They every time they. They make night. They're like, are you doing it again? Like, it's so good. <laughs> doing it again. Pointing at her. There's yeah. the stacker. Get her. <laughs> yeah. So you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay. Because you could hear it all here. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Nate, uh, if you get the round of applause ready, really exciting. Uh, the world's oldest mummy has been found. Oh, great. Love that. Uh, Egyptologists have uncovered a pharaonic tomb near the capital of Cairo containing what might be the oldest and most complete mummy yet to be discovered in the country. I don't know what I'm more impressed at, that fact or the, the way that you got pharaonic right. Pharaonic and Egyptologists. Oh, you, you reckon no, it's not right? No, I don't know it's, if it's right or not. <laughs> Sorry, I just I'll have sure. never heard the word, so I can't confirm whether it's no, right it's, or not. No, it's great. I'll kick me in. when I'm up. <laughs> no. Tall poppy syndrome. Uh, sorry, mate. Chop me down. See that stage? See that dice? Get off it. Timber! <laughs> Swinging the axe, yeah, mate. That's why she ran in the studio. Just have a go at well, me. Mate, I want to let you know. I think it sounds perfect. Thanks, mate. I yeah. practiced. Mm. Um, uh, not that it matters, because apparently I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm not um, saying you're wrong. No, you're not saying I'm right either. It's your, it's your we eyes. just need to fact check on this show, you know what do I mean? We, do we? When do we ever, ever fact <laughs> check? We ne- What's the motto of the show? Don't Google it. Exactly. Yeah. And what do you always do? Google. Google it. Constantly. <laughs> Just remind her she's the executive producer. She's the boss of this show. So this mummy is 4,300 years old. Wow, it's an old mummy. It's an old mummy. Mm. Uh, it was found at the bottom of a 15-metre shaft. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you there, were you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what you're probably telling no. me. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was uncovered um, uncovered a group of 5th and 6th dynasty tombs near the Step Pyramid at Sakar Azarihas. Mm. Feedback? Um, no, nothing. Keep going. You're doing well. I won't the director of the team told reporters, the mummy's name. Oh, oh here no. we go. <laughs> here we go. Hacker Shepherds was in limestone. What? I said bless you. Uh, Hacker Shepherds. Mm. Well, you would like to have a go, Grace. Uh, let's go. have a look. Okay. It's highlighted there. Hikashapis. I don't know. I truly do not know. I could be don't wrong. Don't know, but it has a real arrogant go You sound... Oh, what? <laughs> I didn't know there was an arrogant way to there have is. You it. said the way you said it. Awesome. I just Hikashapis. said it confidently. Yeah, arrogantly. <laughs> can, I have a, can I have a go? Yeah, here, hold, it hold, it hold it up for me. Wait, I'll change the font. Change so, the font to be... Australia, this is on my laptop. I sit across the other side of the radio yeah, if everyone's desk. Having, I don't want to miss out. Oh, Hikashapis. <laughs> Hear it now. <laughs> well, let me take a smoke of my cigarette. Let's see, it's a cash uh, piece. Uh, yeah, so good on you, cash piece. Uh, so yeah, well done, cash piece. Um, <laughs> the Ulojolvis in the Fariotic tomb. Uh, 
<laughs> you rushed those. I you was, rushed I'm those. Scared yeah. I'm scared. You've got me now. I'm all mm. nervous on the mm. radio. Is this live? <laughs> it is love. Lean in nice and close. Live. When are we doing this? <laughs> uh, look, to celebrate uh, the world's oldest mummy, I thought we could try and find Jimmy and Ace. Oldest mummy. Love that. Um, so, Australia, 131060, give us a call if you are a mum. Yeah. Um, so, you could be a grandmummy, a great great grandmummy. Um, a great, 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 great. Well, it depends on who calls. You could be a young mummy, and you just might happen to be the oldest of the young mummies. Yeah, yeah. It's only from it's only from the people calling right now. So yeah. you know, if you're listening to this on the podcast or somewhere else, and you're like, I'm only 27. You could be the oldest. No, if you're listening on the podcast and go, I'm 107. <laughs> well, you should have been up live. Hey, uh, good on you for knowing our podcast work at 107. That's a that's more impressive. That's yeah. yeah. Oh mate, the nursing homes go off. Um, um, all right, 131060. Mummies listening to the show right now. Mothers, I should say. Mothers listening to the show right now. 131060. Jump on the phones because we want to find Jimmy and Nace. Old Oldest mummy, and we're going to reward them with a movie pack, guys. There's movies like Babylon, uh, Knock at the Cabin, What's Love Got to Do with It, The Whale, which is that Brendan Fraser one. Oh, all people are watching movies this time of year. Now. People love movies, mate. They wheel them out in the classrooms. What are you actually doing in class? Not at this time of year. <laughs> Thirteen, ten, sixty. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Yeah, you Jimmy and Nate, oldest mummy. Yeah. Uh, this is after um, the oldest mummy ever, apparently, was found in Egypt, 4,300 years old. Love that. And I thought to celebrate, we should try and find the oldest mummy listening to this show right now. Yeah, we So the prerequisites good. are, you, all you have to be is a mother mm-hmm. and listening right now. And you could be the oldest, even if you're like 31. You know, you could be the oldest. Who knows? Let's find out. Sarah from Newcastle. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the show. Hi. Now, Sarah, are you a mother? First prerequisite. I am. Okay, good. Uh, second of all, Sarah, are you talking through a pillow? Because we <laughs> Please. Oh, no. Can you hear me now? Oh, that's oh, lovely. Yeah, that's much got better, better, Sarah. You got rid of the pillow. She goes, Sorry, oh. I had to pull over on the freeway to talk to you. No, so. that's all right, mate. Thanks for committing. Thanks for committing no to the worries. bit. Uh, Sarah, how old are you? 33 and three quarters. 33 and three quarters. That three quarters could mean a lot mm. later on down the line. You are in the lead right now, Sarah. Okay, how do you feel, Sarah? You're in the lead for Jimmy Nace's oldest mummy. Oh, look, that three quarters has to do it. Of course. All right. Let's, hopefully everyone else is younger than 33 and three quarters. Kirsty from Wagga. Hello, Kirsty. Hi. Kirsty, are you a mother? I am. Okay, good. Kirsty, how old are you? Well, if we're going in quarters, I'm 35 and three quarters. 35. We've got a new clubhouse leader, Jim. 35 Five and, three, and quarters. three quarters to beat. Kirsty from Wagga. Poor old Sarah. Uh, she even pulled over on the highway for that. Uh, <laughs> could have been her, but no, you never, well, you, you never, never know. know. You never know. It's luck of the draw, mate, isn't it? That's life. Lou from Melbourne. Hi, Lou. Hi. Uh, Lou, you have a beautiful phone line. Oh, thank you. You thank also have a beautiful voice, Lou. Oh, thank you. Good on you, Lou. I mean, that's not what the competition is, but no, if we it's were not doing Jimmy that. Day flirting with mummies no, before we get all these no, messages. Just, yeah. That's not what it is. Oh, I know what it you guys never, are I know, up to. I know. The, oh, Grace no. has given us the eyes. Yeah. It's not what it, Grace, this was your idea. Yeah, Grace is like, turn it down with a mum. Sorry, this is a different competition. We're looking for the oldest mummy. 35 and three quarters to beat, Lou. How old are you? 46. 46. Okay, Lou. All right, Lou, let's talk about your family. How many kids you got? I have seven. Seven? You've been busy, Lou. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good on you, Lou. Okay. How, uh, you do, got you have f- a, do you have a favourite, Lou? Oh, I do. <laughs> I, I no, love I that. appreciate the honesty because I think good. a lot of parents do, but they don't. You don't have to just name the child. No, name, I think no, I want to see how confident she is. <laughs> Lou, uh, name, name the fave. 
I don't know if I can because I don't know if they're listening. How old? How old's the oldest? Okay, the oldest is twenty nine. Nice. Youngest? And youngest? The youngest is one. Okay. Any any plans for more, Lou? Absolutely not. All right, Lou. Just super quickly, just say their name super fast. Who's the fave? <sighs> Tiger Lily. Tiger Lily. <laughs> I knew it was her. I knew it was her. I had a All right, Lou, you're in the lead. 46. 46 to beat. Uh, Beck from Sydney. Hi, Beck. Hi, guys. How are you? We're good, Beck. Are you a mother? I am. How many kids you got, Beck? I got two. Two kids. One's right in the car with me. I was just going to pick her up from it, um, from going out. So I've, I'm an Uber as well as mother. Oh, good on you, That's Beck. what mothers do. They do everything, don't they? That's what we do. We do. Mm, and we love it. Good on you, Beck. I'm like dads. Pull your fingers out, <laughs> What dads? are they doing? They're at home, mate. They're doing nothing. Uh, all right, Beck. Rip it off like a Band-Aid. Are you older than 46? I am. I'm 51 and one month since we're counting months now. Apparently. Oh, 51 one <laughs> month. Yeah, okay. Wow. You have a very youthful voice, Beck. Oh, I look good for 51 too, boys. So, good yeah. I mean, Beck is your... If you just want to send a photo <laughs> through to <laughs> Jimmy and Nathan on Instagram. We're doing that thing again. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. But Beck, is your, kid in the, your kid's in the car at the moment? Oh, I've got one. The stinky teenager's upstairs on his devices. But yeah, my 28-year-old's in the car. Can you put your 28-year-old? What's the 28-year-old's <laughs> name? Okay, Taylor. Taylor. Oh, hi, Taylor. Have we got you there? Yes. Hi. Your mum's good looking? Yeah. Thought so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all we need you for, Taylor. Grudgingly, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I got a hot mum. Okay. 51 to beat. Good on you, Beck. And well done, Taylor, for playing along. Hmm. Belinda from Newcastle, the final contestant. So the clubhouse leader is 51. 51. Belinda, first of all, are you a mother? Yes, I am. Okay. That's good. Oh, she sounds quite young. Uh, how many kids you got, Belinda? I have two. Two kids. Two kids. Can I ask how, before you tell us the age, how old is the oldest kid, Bell? The oldest kid is 56. <laughs> I mean, I think, well, I mean, just doing the maths. <laughs> how old are you, Belinda? I am 72. Oh, <laughs> Belinda! How old is Mummy? Jimmy and Ace's Mummy. Great. So, you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay, because you can hear it all here. A 23-year-old, I love this, 23-year-old junior basketball coach of an under-13s girls team over in the US. She has been sacked, unfortunately, after she sneakily dressed up as one of the players and played in their championship match. Did not see this. 23 years old. Uh, she's the coach of the under-13s. They made it to the final. She said, ah, pull on a jersey here. Uh, and she played for the team because one of them was away. I've got a photo of it there. So she's the one shooting. She pretty much the same size as the other players. Yeah, so, I guess. I mean, she, she got away with it until the end when they were like. So she's 23 and they're 13. They're all under 13, so 12. Yeah, I guess, yeah. you know, but like, if you're into basketball, like some kids are very tall. You you're so I mean? right. It's probably the perfect game to sneak in if you're over age. Really? Yeah. <laughs> So, mate, these 12-year-olds are probably bigger than us. Yes. <laughs> All right, I, so, I mean, I'm looking at the um, – that's got the photo here in the studio, but yeah. um, it, it, like, it's a very grainy photo. It's a screenshot of a video or something, but you yeah. can't really tell from this that she's younger. That no. She's shorter than some well, of them. Well, she played the whole game before anyone noticed. How'd she go? They won. Hey. No, but how's this for some stats, right? So footage, this is what I love. So she's 23, playing yeah. against 12-year-olds. They won. So the reason was is because last minute one of the players didn't turn up and they would have forfeited, right? Um, she still got sacked for it. You, can't, you still can't. Can't do that. I don't. I know you're doing it for like reasons. Still can't do it. Uh, if she foot- didn't play and like I don't know, stood in the corner and just passed the ball and yeah. Or can... well, if she was honest from the uh, anyway. Uh, so footage shows the coach hitting several easy layups. 
a, a few threes as a 12-year-old, a few threes, and even throwing up some big, like, celebrations after hitting a three and blocking several shots, like getting up in someone's face, just... slamming it, and like, not in our house. <laughs> Whose house? <laughs> our house. Oh, oh so good. look, they won the championship and then obviously they were stripped of it afterwards and she got mm. the sack because naughty, naughty. I mean, you can't do that. No, you, you, you. <laughs> I mean, I, A for effort and yeah. you were trying to do the right thing, but you went around about it the wrong way. That's 10 years difference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 11, 12 potentially, as you said, they were under 30. Yeah, so, yeah, so we're 12, so grade seven. <laughs> It'd be great. It'd be great seven. So uh, this is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping this you is know happening. What? No, I reckon give them the trophy back and everyone's learned a lesson here. You know what I mean? Those other kids, sometimes life's hard and it's unfair. Absolutely. Well, this was a school sometimes game. Sometimes you play against people your own age and sometimes a 23-year-old adult will come in and slap a ball, block it right in front of you. They should have said suck it up. Yeah. Right, suck it up. There's and a lesson to be learned here. Here's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping this happens a bit. Not the, like, I'm hoping that there's times around uh, people in Australia playing different sports. We love our sport in Australia, that the coach has played in the team. So I want to ask the question, 13-10-60, did your coach ever play in your team? Or were you, in fact, the coach and you played in the team? It doesn't necessarily mean that you were much older than them. Maybe you were, like, you were able to play. Maybe it was like an opens competition. Yeah. You were down a player oh, you and know, you went in and played. Local footy coaches out there who coach and play. Absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, if there are examples of... I'd love the age difference ones. They're great. And you never got caught. Oh, There's like a 40-year-old PE teacher out there and he he, he played <laughs> played under 15 touch. <laughs> yeah. He swam in the 4 by 50 relay. <laughs> well, one of the relay members was sick. What were we supposed to do? <laughs> She's done a 24-second freestyle. Uh, so, Because I know this has happened to me as well. I mean, when I was playing rugby at a relatively high level, one of our coaches was an ex-professional wallaby. Yeah. And we were down a back rower and he played. How old were you? Uh, I would have been, it was open, so I was like 19. Oh, that's fine. And he was like 35, yeah. so it was opens, but he was the coach. And I was hoping you'd say under 10s or something. Oh, but... I should have said it for the story, huh? Hey? Yeah. I don't, it's radio. I was in the under sevens. Yeah. 62 he was. And George Gregan. <laughs> <laughs> walking past the field, ran on. Matthew Burke. Matthew Burke. <laughs> as Chris a Latham. Oh, you're not going to believe. Tatafu Pilotta now. He came in. John oh. Eels. They say nobody's perfect, Kearns but he, he was perfect for under 10. That looks like Phil Kearns. He's not seven years old, is he? Yeah, he is. Sterling Moore. <laughs> <laughs> 13, 10, 60. Jump on the phones right now. Did your coach ever play in your team? So, you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay. Because you can hear it all here. The Jimmy and Nate Show podcast. Let me just ask the question. 13, 10, 60. Did your coach ever play in your team? Maybe you were the coach. This is after this 23-year-old junior basketball coach of an under-13 girls team uh, in the US. She was sacked after she sneakily dressed up as a player and played in their championship match. Had a blinder, mind you. <laughs> Triple-double. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, just couldn't, couldn't be stopped. Huge contract. Uh, yeah, picked up by heading, the Celtics straight away. Heading over to the WNBA. <laughs> For the New York City Liberty. Uh, so we're asking the question, uh, did you ever do this or has this ever happened to you? Did your coach ever play in your team? Simon from Melbourne. G'day, Simon. Hi, how you going, guys? We're good, mate. Did your coach ever play in your team? Um, I'm actually the coach and I've uh, had to play twice. I've, uh, last year I was coaching um, reserve football, and which is open age, and I was also coaching under-16s. And um, <laughs> I actually made an appearance for both teams. So, <laughs> how, did, how did you go when you were playing, Simon? Oh, well, the, under, um, the reserve football was we didn't have too many players. So 
you know, I just put myself on the bench just in case we had a few injuries and that. And uh, my assistant at the time, it was his birthday. And he's like, we didn't have any injuries, so I wasn't going to come on. And he's like, look, just come on for me. You know, like, just have a little cameo. And I came on with like 10 minutes to go and I scored a goal. So, oh. yeah. It was, uh, well done. Well done, mate. Saying, it was so funny because usually when I was um, a senior player back in the day, I was a defender. But this time I came on like sort of a forward and scored off the corner and the boys were all laughing at it. So, yeah, it Wait, funny. scored off a corner? What, did you head it in or straight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we had a senior player drop for the reserves and um, he, he, like said, like he signaled front post. Yeah. And uh, so I made the run. He came straight onto the head, just sort of <laughs> give it a, gave it a little Timmy Cahill <laughs> header to the side and, um, so and the boys were loving it. So. <laughs> oh, You're a legend, mate. Good on you, Simo. Uh, Jackson from Liverpool, did your coach ever play in your team? Yeah, it was uh, back, I would have been in like year seven, I'd say. We had a Ostar Gala day and um, we were down by about three or four with less than five minutes left. <laughs> like, sub him on, chucked him on. He would have been about year 10 or 11. Came on, scored three tries in the last couple of minutes of the game. <laughs> so did the, other, did the other team know? Oh. <sighs> I think they had suspicions. It was pretty big. Like, it would have been about 6-1, six, six, I forget. <laughs> Five four. Oh, that's unbelievable. That's Thank you, Jackson. Uh, Kevin from Melbourne to wrap things up. Kev, did your coach ever play on your team? I was the coach for a um, under-16 tennis club in Bayside. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So um, I played for the doubles and the singles because someone called him sick. Um, <laughs> and, with my, and, uh, and I was, until this date, I still haven't, you know, I didn't get in trouble. What? And I actually smashed them six love, six love. <laughs> <laughs> so how, old, how old were you, Kevin? I was 22. 22, Tw- playing against 16-year-olds. Yeah, and I and at the time when I was 22, I actually would pass this as a 16-year-old. I didn't look that old. You did look that old. But <laughs> yeah, your tennis yeah. game was obviously so much better. Yeah. <laughs> and no one knows to this day. No one knows, besides the players that were on my team. But Kev, I mean, you flogged them though, yeah? Pardon? You flogged them. Like, you absolutely smashed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's part of the game, so. It is, mate. It's a love well, It was lesson. six love, six love. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can beat them any harder. <laughs> Point. Good on you, Kev. Uh, all right, let's go to Canberra. Hello, Francis. We got you there. Uh, yes, you do. Hello. Okay, Francis, did your coach ever play in your team? I did. I did. I was coaching my daughter's under-10 netball team. <laughs> Uh, and we turned up for a weekend match. The other team and my team were short two players for that match, and we were going to have to cancel. So instead of doing that, the other coach and myself, two big burly guys, uh, hopped on court and played centre with uh, a group of 10-year-old girls in netball. <laughs> they ask, Francis, how did, how did you go? How did you play? We, 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 we won. Uh, it was a great game. Uh, we only just won, though, but the girls loved it when they managed to beat us to the ball. Uh, it was, <laughs> did Francis, it was did you drop any shoulders or anything? <laughs> well, I think there was a little bit of contact between the other coach and myself, which uh, technically shouldn't have been allowed. <laughs> the Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Nathan needs you to get the round of applause ready for a triple Olympic gold medalist uh, and is also the Australian record holder, I believe, in the women's 200, 400 and 800 metre freestyle. Oh, God, she's greedy. Yeah, um, she is. She's That's one people don't know. She's a greedy, greedy person. Uh, she is an ambassador for Starlight Super Swim Challenge to support sick kids around Australia, which officially kicks off today. She's a little tired. She might need some caffeine. Please welcome to the show, friend of the show, 
Ariane Tidman. Oh, Arnie. Hey, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me. No. Is it true? Are you greedy? Are you always <laughs> trying to get a little bit more? <laughs> you always got to try and have a little, get a little bit more. Never, it's never good enough. See, and you I know like what? That. And that is why she's the best in the world yep. because she has that attitude. No one just stops at one event. Actually, on that, Arnie, is, was there one event that, like, growing up when you were swimming and stuff, you were like, "This is my pet event." Like, is there one where you're like, "I really want to focus on this one," and then you realised. Wait a minute! I'm bloody good at everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually did um, breaststroke when I was little, oh. but then I think by the time I got to about twelve years old, I figured out that I actually wasn't that good. So then, um, <laughs> was it, was it? I switched to freestyle to ca- try and keep up with the boys in training, and then that's how I kind of turned into a freestyler. Did you ever do? Because I got disqualified in a few school events for doing this, and so did my partner Meg. Did you ever do freestyle legs with breaststroke arms? Did you ever try and get away with that? <laughs> yeah, probably. Probably. Because like some people do do like a little fly kick when they do their breaststroke kick still to try and get a little sneaky extra in the kick. But they're pretty good at picking that now. Yeah. Sorry, Nathan, you said that's the only difference between Yuri and Titmus. You could have made it the Olympics if it wasn't for the little no, fly kick. The only way I would beat Arnie <laughs> in a swimming race is if I got to run next to the pool. <laughs> <laughs> and, even, and even then, I don't reckon I'd get there. Did so. you? I mean, we've changed. No, I reckon, you, I reckon you beat me in breaststroke. I'm pretty bad. <laughs> Maybe. Okay, look. We'll, oh, hang on. Hang is that on. a challenge? Okay, hang on. Here's, here's a challenge. What if <laughs> at some point we race Nathan Aria in, in both? I mean, I could be in it as well. I, I'm not that great, but I'll just be there for fun. All three of us in a breaststroke. Race. Can we make that happen this year? We might be able to make it happen end of the year. Oh, end of the year. I actually really like that. Maybe yeah. you could be live commentating from like we have you on a, like a That's, little board in the middle. Yeah, or like a like, like a, a stand mower or something. <laughs> yeah. I could drive next to the pool. No, I'm thinking like you're in. So I'm in. I'm in lane one. Arnie's in lane three. You're in lane two on like a stand up paddleboard. You know, well, I don't so, want to do any work. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> producer Grace is at one end pulling oh, you on a string. Yes. <laughs> Okay, all right. Well, behind the scenes, we'll try and make that happen. Nathan's Arnie in breaststroke before the end of the year. Um, I guess, Arnie, you are busy. We were just chatting before this. Um, You've got a bit on. Uh, You've also got the the Starlight Super Swim Challenge as well. Do you want to tell us a a bit about that? Yeah, so the Starlight Super Swim Challenge starts today for the month of February and pretty much it encourages anyone to sign up and swim as much as they can for the month of February and get people to donate um, towards the cause. So, it's pretty much Starlight's an amazing foundation that try and like help sick kids still feel like kids and, you know, help get them out and about and do activities and still let them live a little bit while they're going through a bit of a rough patch. So I think that's really important that one, there's funds to try and help them get better, but two, to also help them feel like they're still, you know, living and enjoying life as much as they can. So Um, I'm lucky with my partnership with Speedo. I've been an ambassador for the past few years now and um, jumping on board board again this year. So I've pledged my kilometres and hopefully everyone around the country can get out and swim for February. And you can still sign up today at superswim.org.au. And actually, Launceston Hobart Aquatic are giving you free swims if you're signed up, which is pretty cool. And if you go to the website, um, Super Swim, you can see a list of all the pools in Australia that are giving you free entry to swim if you're signed up. So it's a really great cause and, um, yeah, to get people swimming as well. You know how when you try to get into a club sometimes and you go, oh, I know the promoter, I know the owner of a club. Do you reckon we could try and get into any pool by just saying we know Ariane Titmus? Well, I was, I was going to ask, you've got the, the new, it's the Launceston Aquatic Centre is renamed for the Ariane Titmus something, isn't it? 
Competition pool. Yeah, yeah Ariane's yeah. pool. Is there people that you know that try and get in and go, I'm a mate of hers? Uh, yeah, sh- sh- let me in. An Instagram <laughs> selfie with her. <laughs> Well, maybe, who knows, but it's pretty funny. Like, you know what Tazzy's like, everyone knows everyone. Most of my best mates are still lifeguards there, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I mean, good. Like, do you rub it in and just text them and go, hey, look, you work for me now. That's, uh, oh, I'm the boss. Oh, like, how'd you go looking at me on the wall today? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, oh, that is it's so, so good. good. I mean, this is awesome. This this Starlight Super Swim Challenge already, Arnie. I'm reading more than 1.7 million dollars already been raised for sick kids as well. It's um, it's phenomenal work that you get to do as well. Did you ever think? I mean, of course, swimming is your passion. It's your livelihood. It's everything to you. But to be able to add that level of using swimming, using this amazing skill that you have to also help others as well. Did you ever envisage that would happen in your career? No, but I'm so grateful. Like, I mean, it's one thing to be able to swim for your country and and do my job in that part. But I think as an athlete representing this country, I think my role is more important than just swimming well. It's about inspiring people and, and, you know, doing doing things for a bigger cause. And um, this is really important to me, getting amongst this and using my platform to raise money for kids that are going through a rough time. Like, sometimes I think I'm having a bad day, but it kind of puts things into perspective. There's little children in hospital now like fighting for their lives and and all we have to do is go out there and swim for the month and encourage people to donate and um yeah so it's it's a really special special close to my heart this cause when they just said i've interesting to ask this because we've chatted to other athletes about it you know obviously swimming is really important to you now you get to do this you know amazing thing if you are listening you can register at www.superswim.org.au but was was there another sport i mean we're talking earlier about you know you being good at breaststroke but like some athletes you know they they loved basketball but they weren't that great at it so they became swimmers was there another sport for you that you just you're super into or you love watching or um, I definitely did a lot of equestrian growing up. Like oh, I rode wow. horses and had ponies. And that's kind of come full circle for me. I sold up all the horses when I was about 12. But then now I've kind of got back into being involved with horses and owning a few racehorses and being involved with the VRC and the Melbourne Cup. And um, so it's kind of full circle for me. Um, but yeah, equestrian was what I did when I was younger as well. Ariane <laughs> Titmus, December 2023, takes on Nathan show jumping. That's... <laughs> oh, I've never ridden Maybe a horse. 2024. Oh, tw- yeah. Maybe 2024. Maybe 2024 after the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Can't imagine Dean Boxer will be happy. Sorry, what are you doing? Uh, I think I'm racing Nathan a pool with a horse. Not sure. Something like that. Um, well, look, we would love to. We know you're very busy this year, but if you, if you do get a chance, we'd love to. Um, even We'll come up to Brizzy or wherever you are and... Uh, Nath can race you in the in the breaststroke and, uh, and I'll commentate. It sounds good. Amazing. Ariane Titmus, a massive round of applause. We absolutely adore you. The work that you do, uh, the generosity with your time and everything. Uh, we wish you all the best. I believe uh, you're off to you're off to Thailand soon. Is, is that right? Is that, where, is that where the next stop is? Yeah. Next stop's Thailand in about a week. There for three weeks to get some good work in. So I'm looking forward to that. Like, we love it. We go there and just kind of zone in. We can't really get out of this facility. Just swim for three weeks straight. <laughs> Dean loves it. We can't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, Dean's booked himself into the Shangri-La and yeah. Phuket Beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not there. He's just virtually there. Going, you guys can't leave. I'm having a great time, but I need more oh, laps. Good luck with it, Arnie. We love you heaps, and we'll Thank chat you. to you soon, okay? See you guys. So, you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay. Because you could hear it all here. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. Uh, Jim, we've known this for a while, uh, for a while, but this year, in fact, uh, next month, Netflix will finally be cracking down 
and stopping password and account sharing. Now, they've been winding this up for a while now, haven't they? I think we spoke about it several times on the show. A um, a little peek behind behind the the curtains. curtains. Um, So I have a Word document on my computer, and that's where I type all my stories. If you guys listen to the show, that's where all my stories go. And I usually just update it. So I usually just delete something else and put something else over the top of it. You know what I mean? The last When I started this week, the last stuff I had was from our last show on Drive. And I don't know if you guys remember, we'd planned a show. We did a show live from a pub and there was like one segment. You were like, oh, we need something for their gym. And we ended up didn't have to because we ran over. But the thing I went and found was just an article about Netflix yeah. password sharing. Never, people are always interested and in And I reckon that. I probably did that story five or six times last year <laughs> yeah. without ever knowing when it was going to happen. So I'm glad that they have a date. Yeah, so they have a date. So it's going to start. 1st of March. 1st of March. March. 1st of March is when this will start. Uh, if you don't know what this is, so this is uh, when uh, other users so Netflix are... Netflix like- is uh, it's a thing where you go... <laughs> it's a streaming service, guys. Stream- Wake up. You watch stuff. Put away the Blu-ray. You can do other things. Now, it's essentially to stop freeloaders uh, using other people's accounts on other devices and all that kind of stuff. So, under the new rules, which will officially kick You've off... You've got the rules. I've got the rules. Oh, on, the, on the 1st of March, I've still got a few questions. I still They didn't explain everything in its entirety, so I'm still a bit confused, but I've got well, a generic <laughs> Rule. I'm glad we have a generic rule than a date because yeah. I did this five or six times last year. I didn't have anything other than crack it down on password sharing. We, we milked that cow. I'll be honest. I'm hoping there's another article after this because I still haven't got all the information people I People love it though. Yeah, they do. Uh, okay, so under the new rules, people watching Netflix are using someone else's account will have to create their own logins and pay for their own accounts and they figured out a way to do that. And the way they figured out to figure out when people are password sharing and using different accounts is by tracking the IP addresses of the devices. So your Netflix account will essentially be locked to the IP address of whatever device you're using. Does that make sense? So if you're on your TV, right, it'll remember this is the account for that TV. And then if you go to somebody else's house, log in on their TV, it'll flash up and be like, wait a minute, you're already logged on on another different one. Isn't, I mean, I don't know this, isn't your IP address, <laughs> three non-tech people trying to figure this out, this much, yeah. uh, isn't your IP address to your internet? No, it's to the device. So, uh, I think it, what it said from this article... But then if that was the case, then wouldn't you not be able to log into your computer, phone and TV? This is the big question that I have, because if you have your own account and you're not sharing it, but often I use Netflix on my phone, on my laptop and all that kind of stuff. So the way around that is apparently, so they're not going to cut you off straight away, but they'll bombard you with ads on opening up another account and warning you that you can't password share. That's how they do it. I think I also saw, and this might answer your question about phones and laptops Mm. and whatnot, you need to log into your home Wi-Fi once every 30 days. Ah, okay. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. That yes. makes sense. Yeah. So yep. every 30 days, because you would use your laptop or your phone, yeah. or if you have That's an iPad. That's how make Grace sure. Grace has an iPad, guys. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Um, she's an iPad gal. Mm. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. So yeah. apparently what But then, so let's just say, Grace, you're still using your dad's account? Yes. Mm. So then every 30 days, you just need to go to your dad's house. Well, this join is his yeah. Wi-Fi. So Netflix take the TV and just... No, you don't need to take the TV. You just join the Wi-Fi. In yeah, but the then Wi-Fi. I think the TV would stop working. Oh, right. So or apparently, you do it on your phone, you Chromecast to your TV. Well, apparently there are loopholes. So Netflix have admitted there did, are still... I figured one out. Yeah, yeah, there's still loopholes, <laughs> which means we'll guarantee another article, which is good. Yeah, it's true. Uh, um, Radio host blows Netflix page sharing wide open. Oh, I don't have enough time to put an article <laughs> up, mate. You have to listen um, to the show or you don't. So apparently Netflix said it will not automatically start charging if you're sharing an account, but it will bombard you with ads for paid sharing, which is a, a new service that they're offering. Yeah, uh, but the paid one as well. I mean, this is a totally other thing, but, you mm-hmm. know, you don't get all the shows and stuff. Yeah. I think the big thing for me is Netflix, you're doing all right. 
You know, let us let us well, share a Grace, couple of accounts. You've probably seen the thing on Twitter um, that everyone's sharing, to, especially today. I saw that Nath, uh, 2017, I think it was. This, yeah, mm. this tweet from 2017. So, a tweet from Netflix official account verified yeah. said, "Love is sharing a password." Not oh anymore. my god! So all these Bloody people, flip floppers, aren't they? It's been shared for, flip for a while. But, um, <laughs> Are they, you kidding? Today there was I just saw a lot of it today. Yeah. People being like, "Oh, hey Netflix." Yeah, well, great. Well, like, nine people use my Stan account, so come after them next time. <laughs> so you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay because you could hear it all here. G R S S I P G R. I will Google with gossip grace. Sad news for the Australian beehive. Beehive, because today. <laughs> Sad <laughs> news for beekeepers. <laughs> a completely different thing. What Capilano's gone under? Is it? Uh, not that I know of. I haven't. Jeez, I ye- love yellow box. It's my favourite type of honey. Oh my Luca. <laughs> you do one, guys. You do one. I love um, leatherwood honey. Oh, leatherwood ironbark. Oh, oh, don't get oh. me started. Uh, today, Beyonce. <laughs> <Just> wolf. <laughs> Yes, you went off. It's not barking. Honey just gets me going. Oh, Oh, Grace is (laughs) in. Who let the dogs out? Uh, Today, Beyonce announced a world tour for her Renaissance album with a huge 41 shows globally. However, there are sadly no Australian concert dates. Oh, really? Mm. Surely she'll add them. Well, It'll be high demand. I'll get to that in a second. Oh, so stick around, guys. Coming up next, we're going to find it. <laughs> the tour will kick off in Stockholm in May, then hit stadiums and arenas throughout Europe until late June. Then the tour will jump across to North America. So it's a world tour, but it's mostly just Europe and America at the moment. There are a few fans suggesting that Australian dates could still be coming. So this came from Twitter user at Beyonce Ice Tea. Um, they have predicted hashtag Renaissance World Tour first leg summer 2023 will be North America and Europe. Second leg fall in 2023 or autumn slash our spring uh, will be South America, Africa and Australia. How do they know that? Well, they're saying sources tell them. Bloody this. sources. Mm. Bloody Tomato. sources. Who's out there? Barbecue. Habanero. <laughs> uh, another year. Another user by the... Perry, Perry, what are you doing here? Tell me about Beyonce. Another user by the name of at Bat Beyonce mm. has suggested that the picture for the official wait list for Australian Beyonce tickets on Ticketek has been updated to reflect the Renaissance art. So it, it's maybe hinting that the, these Australian dates will be coming, but just not yet. This picture that I'm looking at here is supposed to say that she's coming to Australia. Well, this is the picture. She, so there's a picture she, of she Beyonce on a disco and, and horse on with a stuff. disco cowboy hat. She looks amazing. She looks stunning. Yeah. Um, that's like the, the tour art. But the picture on Ticketek that's been updated has gone from like a generic Beyonce picture to the, the Renaissance album ah, art. Ah, yes. okay. Queen B. Has anyone ever seen, you guys ever seen Beyonce live? No, I would love to. Jim? Mm, don't think so. I haven't. I don't think so. I feel like you'd remember. Yeah, I would hope you? you'd remember. Oh, mate, he's not in the Bay Hive. Leave no, I'm not in the Bay Hive. Capilano did a performance, though. I'm in the Beehive, B movie. Oh, how good, Jerry Seinfeld. That's one of the great. One of the great films. Hey, would you go and see Beyonce? I would, but I don't know that I have the patience or the money to get tickets. Oh, only if we get them for free through the radio, mate. <laughs> so, you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay. Because you could hear it all here. Uh, Nate, sad news. I think we spoke about it the other night. Uh, beer price is going up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, that costs us $15. That sound effect. 
I'm in a real beer and it's still cooking. Um, so th- there will be um, tax hike from the February the 1st, um, which is a day ago? Yeah, second today. Um, but I've got some good news. If oh. you do want a cheap frothy, because uh, at the moment, schooners could be $12. There, thereabouts. The cheapest Australian capital city to go out for a beer with their average price of a schooner sitting at $7.50 uh-huh. is Canberra. Canberra, get in the nation's capital, guys. You know why? It's because all the pollies who are putting the tax on, that's where they live. So they're like, we'll just leave the ACT alone. It does seem a little fishy, doesn't it? I'm glad you brought it up. I was like, so this this tax has gone up. Everywhere's 12 bucks. Yeah. Suddenly Canberra's it's, average it's, is $7.50. Um, people were jumping online and saying that in some some places you can get a skewy, which is 225 milliliters of beer, mm. uh, for $7.50 mm. in some places. So the average, oh no, sorry, the cheapest one was... It was cheap in that. I lost it. I didn't have any. Oh, whatever. Me. I believe you. I sort of hey, oh, hey, I believe you. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, um, how are they so expensive everywhere else? It's, be, it's because when they're... Conspiracy. I'm putting my tinfoil hat on. Yeah. No, because when they knock off from Parliament, they're going to go down the local, have a few froths, and as they cackle, undo their top buttons and go, ha, 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 these are cheap. So if you if you do want to go to Canberra, uh, you're going to be in for a, delightly, a delightful cheap beer. Um, do you want to have a guess where the most expensive beer is, unfortunately? It's got to be New South Wales or Melbourne, surely. No. 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 Cap City. Adam Grace? Adelaide. Yes, Adelaide. Oh, Adelaide. Stab. Well done. Thank you. Yep. Why? Why? Do we know why? Uh, no, their their average is $9.14. Well, they're, they're a wine country. You know what I mean? They love their wines. Yes. Wouldn't so, it be cheaper then if no one was drinking them? Or, or are they trying to discourage people from drinking them so they get Drink in the Barossa wine. Valley? You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, a beer is $50. Yeah, well, you're going to have to go to the Barossa. <laughs> so, you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay. Because you can hear it all here. The Jimmy and Nate Show Podcast. It's time for a brand new game coming to you for a Thursday. It's called Who Said That? Who said that? Once on the show. Who said that? The boys should know. Who said that? Let's play some more. Who said that? Whoa, whoa. This is a, a game we used to play maybe a year or two ago, and it hasn't made its late night's debut yet. But it's a great game. We really, you came up, you're the brains trust behind this producer, yes. Grace. I'm a little bit nervous as to how this is going to work today. So basically how the how the game works is I give you to a quote that one of you has said on the show and you have to tell me who said that out of the two of you. Right. A yes. little recap, a little look back. Yeah. Yes. Who said that this week? Now, I normally remember. I would choose quotes from just anywhere in the show. It could be years ago that you said this. These are all from this week. Ah, like which it. is nice. A little look back the week that was. Yeah. It'll either be really easy or not so. Because the, th- the beauty of this show is... Or maybe we... some are easy and some are not. <laughs> the beauty of this show is we say some cooked things. You know what yes. I mean? And out of context, they're even worse. Which mm. is also why I love this game. And Grace, to make you feel better, because I know you're a bit nervous about this and it is your game. Um, Australia, we did shoot the Google off. Yes. Um, we got rid of it. If you did listen last year, it was how we sort of wrapped up the week. And that became an absolute nightmare. Just train wreck. Just yeah. fell off the rails. Well, it's nice. The technical term is shit show. <laughs> we took it out to the content farm where it's frolicking. Yeah. yeah. It's having a real good time with farm. something so, well, else that's out there. However this goes, it's It'll not be... as bad as how that yeah. ended up last yeah. year. And the other thing about it is the way Jimmy and I guess is you've made these beautiful little paddles with our faces and names on them. Yes. It is a very visual um, paddle for an audio medium, unfortunately, but trust us, they look great. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's fun to play with. Well, if you've ever... <laughs> 
What about the purple? <laughs> There's a good one for next week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I mean, like anything we do here, if you go to the socials, that Jimmy Nath, where, where Jimmy Nath can be both enjoyed in an audio and visual medium. Absolutely. Yes. That's why you should head to our Instagram or our TikTok at Jimmy Nath. It is all there. Righto. We're bringing it back, guys. A game we used to play, one we love. It's replaced the Google off. Let's hope it doesn't join the Google off out of that sad little content farm. It is called Who Said That? So, you missed Jimmy and Nate last night? That's okay. Because you could hear it all here. Who said that? Once on the show. Who said that? The boys should know. Who said that? Let's play some more. Who said that? Whoa, whoa. And here's how Who Said That works. Both of you say a lot of things in this show, but do you remember who said what? I have three quotes of things you said this week. I will read you a quote, and you need to use your Jimmy or Nath paddle to reveal who you said think said the quote. Okay. okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. Quote number one. I hate waiting for a full load. <laughs> quote number one. I hate waiting for a full load. Who said that? Jimmy or Nate? Maybe this is going to be harder than I thought because we would both say something like yeah. that. And hate, in what context? I hate waiting for a full load. I think I might remember this and I might remember who said it. Okay. Okay. On three, two, one. Hold up your paddle. Both of you have held up the Jimmy sign. That's correct. All right, have a listen to this. I don't like mainstream stuff. Oh, it's a Says the grand mainstream wrote That's not it. I jinxed it. You jinxed it. I did say earlier (laughs) that this can't go any worse than... Grace, that was labelled grab one. that wrong. That was labelled grab one. Shall I play the second one? (laughs) Shall I just play the second one, just in case? All right, here we go. I mean, I hate waiting for a full load. It's great. Jimmy. Woo. Can we... Got some context. I, don't, I honestly did not remember saying yes. that. I only, I only. I think I remember. Oh, Before do you, want you guess? tell me, I think. Yes. Yeah, can I remember? I think you obviously. I think you're talking about doing the washing. Yes. And I hope so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and why are you talking about doing the washing? Nah, that's as far as I go. We were talking about washing broccoli. Ah, no, no. no we were talking about rinsing your plates after you wash them up. Right. <laughs> talking about rinsing your plates. After you wash them oh. up. Okay. And Jimmy was talking about how he prefers hand washing gotcha. over dishwashing. Right, got you. Hey, guys, we're just teasing out the new game. Yes. We're just figuring it out. It's been a while since and we also, played it. And also, hey, one point for the good guys. We both yes. got that right. Quote number two. I don't like mainstream stuff, says the guy in mainstream radio. Now, you might have just heard this. So it's more of a test of whose voice you recognise. I think that one was Nate. I'm going to lock in Jimmy. You're going to lock in Jimmy, Nate. Yeah, because okay. I don't know. Have a listen to this. Oh, I yeah. don't like mainstream stuff, <laughs> says the guy on mainstream radio. Would you oh, like to guess the context? Got it wrong. Um, are we talking about when Jimmy brought up faux pas? No. <sighs> We're talking about why you don't like the cool cabana. It's too popular. Oh, the cool cabana. Oh, That's right. Got a bit this week. Mm, I that don't was like Nate. That was Nate. Nate does Nate. not. Nate. I don't like, like mainstream stuff. Yes, you no. do. I'm not a mainstream guy. All right. Quote number three, mm-hmm. which we haven't heard yet, which is a good start. I'm going to bloody shack up with him and pot him. Who said that? Jimmy or Nate? I'm going to bloody shack up with him and pot him. In a bloody shack. It's interesting. It feels like Can we a... talk through this? Yeah, you can. Because there's a word in there that Jimmy always uses, and then there's a word in there that I always use. Mm. I always say bloody. Jimmy always says pot. Yeah, I love so pot. this isn't a hybrid. No, not like the weed. <laughs> I mean, there's anything wrong with that. Oh, I mean, like a lot hey, of we've, tr- we've been trying to get you off it, okay? <laughs> Can I hear the quote again one yes. more time? Yes. I'm going to bloody shack up with him and pot him. Who said that? Three, two, one. Hold up your sign. 
Both of you have said Nath. Here's who said it. <laughs> I'm not bloody... Well, you shag out with him and pot him. Hey! We did it, guys! Hey! That was a tough one. I'll be honest, I, um, it's Jimmy here, Australia, by the way. I didn't know any of them. Really? Like, I didn't remember any really? of them. Really? I was worried it was going to be too easy. Do you want to know the context of that last one? You yeah, yeah, no, it. it was a context. So we were playing a game of shoot, shag, marry, and I used the word root, unfortunately, in front of, instead oh, of. Oh, okay. You yeah. were impersonating me there. Weirdly. Oh, <laughs> I was doing my best Grace oh, impression. Oh, sorry, so we were supposed to lock in Grace. <laughs> <laughs> The Jimmy and Ned Show Podcast. If we're welcoming you, we're also saying goodbye because it's that time of the day where we do this. Quintay! Yeah. Unfortunately, Australia, it is, uh, it is time to quit. It is time to... Um, Not quit our job, just... just um, no, quit the day. Yeah, quit the day. Finish up the day. You know what, the, you know what I always say, seize the day, quit the day. Absolutely. <laughs> You've got that on a few t-shirts, actually. Yeah. Made it yourself. They're not doing well. Oh, spider. them. <laughs> I think they're a good rag. Google, Google us. See, seize the day. What did I say? Quit the day. Please, we, we bought five. We bought five thousand units. <laughs> we really thought it was going to be a good investment. Well, we saved the wave last year. This year, we thought we'd quit the, seize the day. Quit the day. Yeah, which is. I mean, it's not really a thing. Oh. We just thought people would want it on a t-shirt, and no one's buying it. No. So, um, I tell you what, I'm am buying. Yeah. The show rating, which we do yeah, each yeah, and nice. every day. Segway King. Yeah. <laughs> Put me on the project. <laughs> uh, but it's time for the show rating. Uh, we leave this up to you, Australia. You can uh, rate the show if you want, 13, 10, 60. But, Nath, who's rating the show tonight? Okay, rating the show today uh, from Burwood. Hello, Ollie. Welcome, Ollie. G'day, guys. Uh, Ollie, you heard uh, a little bit of the show today, yes? Yes, absolutely. How much of the show do you reckon you listen to, Ollie? Uh, probably half hour each. Each night. Ooh, that's oh, that's a good. A, that's a good amount. Good chunk. Oh, um, well, tonight's show. Um, what is it? Out of ten? Uh, probably about a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. Is there anything in particular that uh that let us down, Ollie? I mean, you sound like someone who's listened to the show quite a few times, uh, during our highs and during our lows. Certainly had a few lows today, which is okay. Uh, nice balding game probably being the top. Uh, mate, of that let list. Ollie do it. <laughs> <Not> Nate, <right? laughs> Sorry, Ollie. What let us down today? You reckon? Uh. The ability to guess whether people are bored or not, they just weren't hitting the mark there. Yeah, no, we really weren't, were we, Ollie? Yeah. Do you think that game deserves a second go, Ol? I reckon run it again. You've got to make sure that you've really nailed it, but, you know, it could be just a once-off. I think it's a once-off, Ol. I'm not, it's Jimmy here. I mean, it was a nice okay, game, but well, let's, let's I, I think a, I'm taking it out the farm. No, let's do a quick vote. Ollie, does it get another go, yes or no? Yeah. Jimmy? No. Producer Grace? No. It's a yes from me, which means it's tied. Um, Another vote? Yep, we'll go, yeah. we'll go again and see what happens. Um, uh, Ollie, is it a yes from you or a no? It's a yes from me. Yeah, Jim? No. Grace? No. It's another yes from me. We go again. Adios, uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But don't worry. You can follow Jimmy and Nate on the socials. Jimmy and Nate, and catch the show. Weekdays from 9 p.m. across the Hit Network and on the Listener app. Or, if you see them, just give them a little kiss kiss.